Okay. All right. We're back with another episode of Bigfoot Revival. I am your host, the Sasquatch. Oh, man, you don't give the man buttons. <laughs> and joining me is the man, the myth, the legend. Brand new coffee cup, too. Yeah. The Chinese-made illegitimate child of, I don't know, Santa Claus? Legit. All right. The Yeti. Most <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous thing ever. I know. It, it's just well, getting too hard to, to keep coming up with new things. It started off with the cooler and, and then it went to a mug and then all this other stuff. And now it's just the Ozark Trail. <laughs> I think that's been my favorite because it's what, what I legitimately use and it works. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh, man. So we have a very special episode, um, much like uh, the old uh, uh, communist uh, TV specials they put on, a very mm. special episode of oh. Married with Children. <laughs> communist episodes, huh? Well, yeah, all those after-school specials. Mm. I don't think any of them were really American. I think it was all propaganda. Possibly. If you think I'm wrong, contact me at Bigfoot Revival on <laughs> Facebook. All right. So we have a special guest with us today. We're going to introduce him with his, uh, he has his own ad. I don't have an ad. Do you have an ad? Uh, just you reading my intro. That's oh, about okay. it. Your ad sucks. A <laughs> man <Amen laughs> and a woman. <laughs> we stand here today at a critical point in history. North Carolina and our nation is on the verge of no return. We have endured years of lockdowns and violations of our rights. A new wave of medical tyranny has weaponized the healthcare system against our citizens. CRT and cultural Marxism are being pushed on the minds of our children. And if all that wasn't bad enough, we live in a state where the leading cause of death is the murder of our children in the womb. No more half measures in defense of the preborn. I will stop the compromise that is systemic in the pro-life establishment. And I will deliver a bill of abolition that will criminalize abortion as the murder that it is. These are our children and we must start acting like it. We cannot allow for a medical apartheid through vaccine passports and mandates. Medical freedom and privacy are basic human rights. No more unconstitutional lockdowns. We must gain ground on the right to bear arms. 20 states have constitutional concealed carry, and sadly, North Carolina is not one of them. I aim to change that. Finally, we must break the back of the government monopoly on education. Funds should follow the child, and the parents should decide where the child goes, whether that be public, private, or homeschool with no strings attached. I stand here today with you. I'm a Christian, a husband, a father of three young girls. I've worked as an engineer, a business owner. I've been an 11 year army officer in the North Carolina Guard, all by the grace of God. Join me in the fight for our children's future. 
vote in the North Carolina primary election, Senate District 12. I'm David Buboltz. The time to stand is now. All right. Wow. So if you haven't figured it out, we have Mr. David Buboltz. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, I want to go ahead and just start it off. If you can't get behind that platform, you just go ahead and move to Canada. Like, <laughs> Yeah. My question is, what's the catch? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what the catch is. The catch is um, in order to make change and difficult change, it's going to be difficult. And right. so the catch is you're not going to be able to live your comfortable life, you know, and status quo when God's judgment's coming. Right. And we need, you know, in order to turn from what we've done and to really bring call for repentance and changing our ways, it means we have to change our ways. Yeah. Mm. You know, we've had five decades of murdering children in the womb and it will be uncomfortable yeah. to turn to God. And that's why no one wants to do this. So, yeah, it also, all, all, these, all this stuff on the platform sounds good. And I believe it's righteous mm -hmm. and needed. But why everyone doesn't get behind it is because it's difficult. And the, the consequences of all this will, will be difficult. Let me counter. Let okay. me counter. And I, I've literally just started thinking about the, the particulars of what we were just talking about like a second ago. So forgive me. But I also, I think, I think in what you were saying is, is there's the difficulty, but I, I think you're also looking at the power of God. That's right. And, and most people, even those who claim to be Christians are not willing to put their hands in the life of God. They're more comfortable putting their hands in the life of government. And so if you're more willing to make government your God than you are Jesus, you're, you're not going to support these things, even if you claim to, to worship him. I, I, think, I, think, I think it comes down to a who is Lord. And it's easy to see the government as Lord because it has so much money, so much power, so much, especially nowadays. Um, I think before the great, um, not great, the um, oh, new society. Before the new society, I, I think your average person was like, no. I mean, the government didn't have that much power. How can the government do this? You know, it, there was just so much stuff. But we've whittled away, whittled away, whittled away, whittled away until we get to the point where now you, you're trying to run uh, uh, as Obama would say, a common sense platform. It's common sense to us. It, it's common sense to those who would have a, I, I think, a biblical mindset. All right. Uh, do we want dead babies? No. All right. Well, let's make that illegal. Uh, do we <laughs> think it's biblical to protect yourself? Yeah. We're we're not we're not David Platt or uh 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 uh, uh what's his face the the little warmy one from uh, likes to cry. I thought that was John John Piper. John Piper. John Piper. <laughs> We're not David that. Platt or John Piper, right? We believe that you have a right yeah. biblically to defend yourself. The, the the scripture talks about these type of things. Um education should be the realm of the parent. 
not anyone else's. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 so how you go about that may differ. Not everybody has the exact same way. But your plan is not to say, all right, let's get rid of all schools except for homeschools. You're, which is, which I can make comments like that because I'm just an idiot on, on a podcast, right? Um, uh, you're actually trying to do something important. <laughs> and, and but but saying that the money from that goes to these schools should follow the student. That that makes sense. That's mm-hmm. right. It's like we have you know CRT and cultural Marxism and all this stuff and. A lot of people are going after those keywords and okay, you can ban those words, but the ideas are still there. Yeah. Like, and and yeah. and the, the the proponents of those ideas are still entrenched in the system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the way to combat that is to break the government monopoly yeah. on education. We all believe in the free market. We all believe that competition is a good thing. And we know that in all sorts of aspects of our life. But for some reason, when it comes to education, the government has almost, you know, a total monopoly on it. And we're paying for it anyways, by the way. Yeah. You know, the the school funds come from our property taxes in the county and also our income taxes. It's not free. That's right. right. It's not free. Right. Uh, everybody likes Nothing to think is. something like that's free. It's not free. That's right. And so, you know, I, I've been to a number of school board meetings, and the parents are upset. And they're, you know, some of these counties, the, the kids are still in masks. It were 700 days in 15 days to, to stop the spread. We're over right. 700 days. And our kids are still masked. And, and these parents are upset, and the school board isn't listening and they're not listening because it doesn't matter. Mm. But if the parents could vote with their dollars, yeah, the school boards would have to get in line themselves, yeah, and compete properly and do the right thing. Otherwise, they'd wake up and seventy percent of the students and the money's gone. All right, let me let me ask you this: Is the school board elected? Yes, and they still. Do do you okay? Because my 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 I have a personal belief that when you elect somebody, they're responsible to the people. Okay, so when you have a a a, a county like ours, that's pretty red, and yet the school board seems really blue. Yeah, we've elected them. Now I don't know if it's because we just don't think this is an important thing, so we don't we don't process it we just vote whoever's there i don't know if if that's part of it okay that's part of it i think that there's two there's two things at play here one you know we really do need to take ownership of our local elections um and you know i'm guilty of that Mm -hmm. for most of my life and I, i it's it's hard you know you're trying to provide for your family and 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 do ministry stuff and 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 life gets to you and you know dang who, what are the particulars of the school board that you're voting for? Yeah. You know, so, but it's very, very important. Um, the, there, there's another thing at play too, which is money, right? You know, the, the, the feds and all this money's coming top down. Yeah. And there's stipulations on that. Yeah. And so if the school bo- board does not choose to do certain things and they step out of line, they might not get millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. And so that's where we can step in at the state level 
to shield these school boards mm -hmm. from that aspect. Now, you know, the local people are going to have to vote the right people in. But mm -hmm. if we get the right people in Raleigh, they can we can affect the other side of that equation, which is to not make this money be tied to all these outside pressures yeah. and to shield them from that. That's good. I, I think... Let me process my thoughts before I just go spilling them. So we homeschool. My my family homeschool. So I'm I'm there again. I don't want to say I have no skin in the game on this, but we we decided we were going to do that route, and that way we would be able to um, have control over the system in which our kids were educated in. Right? Um, we did not want to have, um, uh, you know, we didn't want them to to get get in trouble for praying or, or, or if they wanted to proclaim the gospel or, or whatever, uh, we didn't want the worldview that is just inherently saturated in that system. Um, and that's a big part of it. Right. And people go, well, yeah. it weren't that bad when I was young. Well, it was pretty bad when I was young and I'm, I'm 36. And, and I remember witnessing certain things. Like if you had an issue, they didn't, want you to go to your parents. They didn't want you to go to your pastor. They wanted you to go to a school counselor. Now, that I think that was, I don't want to say the beginning. I think it started way back, but and I think that was a, a big part. There's a lot of stuff. Whenever our generation was coming up, it, it was that bad, but us just being young and being kids, a lot of us just didn't pay any of that stuff in yeah. mind. But you look back and you can say, mm, this and, is what they were doing. But I think when you, you have a system to where the dollar follows the child mm. and the parent can choose, okay, if I'm going to be getting this money, maybe I can send them to this school instead of that school. Yeah. Maybe I can send them to, maybe maybe now I can homeschool instead of uh, 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 putting them into this particular school. Right. Yeah. I, I, I mean, let me ask, I'm sorry. Uh, no, yeah, objectively, who would be against enabling children to get what's best for them? Democrats. And, 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 <laughs> and look, and look, like that money let's just let's just be real about it is yours yeah right that money came from you yeah. and was taken from you yeah largely under duress sometimes you know and so that's your money and you should have the say over over where that goes and it's being spent anyways so mm -hmm. so this is not uh something that would increase taxes at all this money's already being spent in a lot of places it's can be $10,000 a child you got three kids, and mm. now you have $30,000 a year for three kids to send them to private school or homeschool. Yeah. Imagine how that could fundamentally change the next generations to take them out of a godless worldview yeah. environment. Let, let me ask you this, um, and, and this is getting into the particulars. Um, so would the government then return your tax money to the institution or to the parent? Look, That's my question. Where yeah. does that money go? Yeah, I'll tell you that, one, we, do, we don't have it all figured out. Okay. So a lot of these details are going to have to be ironed out. Yeah. But ideally, ideally, it looks like it never comes out of your pocket to begin with. That's mm. That's 
the ultimate way yeah. to do that. Yeah. Now, how all that plays out, I don't really know, but you know, you have the direction that we need to move, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's kind of like you you go through life and you just you're taking step by step, but you know this is the way this is the path forward. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. With uh, that also goes back to it takes a lot of responsibility on the parent to use that money for that purpose. And yeah, not, yeah, I'm some that, discipline responsibility. That that's where I'm personally. I'm like, give it to the parents. Like, like that's a personal mm-hmm. thing. But I can see the argument coming from the other side, saying, I mean, and when I say the other side, I mean Republicans, mm-hmm. yeah. saying. Uh, that uh, what if the parents misuse? In my mind, I go, well, that that's that's between them and God. How they right. spend their money is between, but but they're they're not going to see it that way. Yeah, and so well, if it's going, and to, I don't mean to get tied up in the weeds, and we don't have to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If it's so going here. to the school, even even then, it's going to do tons, you know, great great good to to break that government yeah. monopoly. And it, I think a good partnering thing to go along with this would be um, the ability for you to choose the school for your child to go to. For sure. So I, there's a name for that, and I can't remember it off the top of my head. But like, if I wanted, uh, if I, you know, I don't have to be within the the district in which yeah. I'm I'm cut out for. Right. Yeah. I can send my kid to. School A, B, or C, whichever I think is best suited for my kid. Yep, that's right. And you know, there's so much. There's there's so much we have to do. You know, there's and it, it's like we have to weigh the weightier matters of the law. Yeah. You know, so so it, I, I've identified these four things that I think are the weightiest matters that we got to go for. And the one that you're most passionate about, I want to save for last. Okay. Because I feel like that's, that's the best, save the, not the best, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For last. It's, it's what I think is the weightiest. Yeah. And I think is what ultimately is bringing judgment on us. If we don't have repentance and a lot of this stuff are actually the effects of God's judgment over us. And repentance starts with the house of God, but revival starts with the house of God. That's right. You know, and and so, look, I have a lot of hope here. God is merciful. He is more merciful than I could ever imagine. If we would just turn to him. That's right. Mm -hmm. He may just save us and pull us out of all this craziness. Well, and, and there again, we've talked about this on the podcast. A lot of the times, the, the reason we're here is because God says, oh, you want to be a bunch of rebellious, degenerate people? All right, then. And he's allowed us. And, 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 and so going back to your point, the only thing that will change that is the people turning to Christ, the people changing. Now, Going back to to the p- political aspect of that is, you have to have men within the system, because we have we have at its core a good system. It, it is a good system at its core, um, but if you have a bunch of evil people trying to to disrupt and, and dismantle the system that we have, it's it's going to fall apart. 
if you have a bunch of godly men working within the system, it it, it it'll be a good godly system. It it, it it's it's determined it's determined by the men operating in the system. Yeah, that's right. And it's like, you know, for some reason Christians give the government leaders a pass. But that's just one of the spheres of of government that God has instituted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got civil government, we've got church government, we've got family government, and we have self-government. And Christians would not allow for someone like who doesn't have a Christian worldview to be yeah. an elder at a church. Yeah. I wouldn't mm-hmm. I wouldn't go to my daughters who, you know, I would not allow my daughters to marry someone who was a god hater. I would yeah, not yeah. put my blessing on that. You know, because I know the implications mm-hmm. of that. So yeah. in every other as facets of government, s- s- you know, self-government, family government, church government, yeah. we understand we need godly leaders. Yeah. But for some reason, we say, nope, civil government's outside of God's purview here, or it doesn't matter. Well, it goes back to the, the world where you do, we've been, we've been ham fisted, fed into believing that uh, uh, division of, of, of church and state, which was designed to say the state can't control the church. That's right. Not the other way around. That's exactly right. And, and and when we're when we're dealing with these things, we think that the most secular person is best. I, I said this from the pulpit the other day, um, that that we would ha- we would be better off. An atheist is better off in a Christian ran government mm-hmm. than a atheist ran government. A Muslim is better off in a Christian ran government than a Muslim ran government. They have more. Freedoms. Now I will clarify, and, and I, because I think when you say these type of things. People jump to medieval age, the 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 cat where the Catholic Church was kind of like ultra king, right? So the kings went to the Pope, and he was kind of ultra king. That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about a a state ran by the church in the sense of like the United States Church of Christ, or I don't know. I'm making crap up off the top of my head. Well, but we're talking about men in the church who are following Christ and having a Christian worldview. That's right, and I think a lot of the problems that people get with you know saying, "Hey, that you know, if you have a a Christian perspective in government, it's going to be oppressive." They don't really understand what what God's law says, because God's law is actually really freeing. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Look, when God says, "You shall not bear false witness," it means you can't lie, but all other forms of speech is not against the law. Yeah, yeah. And so it's very freeing. So the limited, you know, the negative aspect of the government, of, of like the Ten Commandments, where you don't do this, you don't do this, you don't do this, is actually really freeing because it means you can do everything else. Yeah. Right. Yep, yep, yep. You know, it says don't steal. That means that every other means of generating wealth is, is good and available to you. Mm-hmm. You know, so... So when we when we want to bring the Christian worldview into civil government, yeah, it will absolutely restrain the tyrants That's who right. were there because they are going above and beyond what God says. You don't take right. away from God's law and you don't add to God's law. That's right. That's and, right. And you know, I 
I wanted to pull this up, which is what I was doing, and it's I just I think it's worth reading the preamble to the North Carolina Constitution. Okay. Because we kind of have a unique one here. And it says, We the people of the state of North Carolina, grateful to Almighty God, the sovereign ruler of nations, for the preservation of the American Union and the existence of our civil, political, and religious liberties, and acknowledge our dependence upon him for the continuance of those blessings to us and our prosperity due for the more certain security thereof and of the better government of this state ordain and establish this constitution. So the very preamble. Amen. Yes. The very preamble of our constitution recognizes that our provision and existence and and security and safety and all of this come from God alone. Yeah, yeah. That wow. Now, 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 I'll say this, and and I may be taken away. I was about to say to add to it, but to take it's probably taken away. But we we live in a. We were talking about the um, men not understanding the freedom that comes through the law of God not understanding they think it's oppressive instead of well and, and and to a certain extent if all i want to do is sin then it is oppressive there you go it, it is oppressive to sin it's not oppressive to righteousness and 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 the thing that they don't understand though is if the man who is in the governor's seat and and senator seat and 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 all these other government positions the man who who fulfills those can be a a marxist new age um uh um whatever uh, uh, uh secularist that's the word i'm looking for or he can be a southern baptist you know right wing fundamentalist or he could be a a a whatever he is Regardless of his thoughts on the issue, he is under God. That's right. He, That's I mean, right. I mean, and 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 we we, you know, they'll say, "Well, God's oppressive." You're under the thumb of God if you like it or not. Look, it, it, you're. It's not. We find freedom in that because we want to enjoy the righteousness and the grace that He's bestowed upon us. But the man or the woman who 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 says it's oppressive. It's oppressive to them because they feel the the because all they want to do is be ungodly and unrighteous, not realizing that God is still sovereign over their lives if they like it or not. Look, you could go to the top of a tall building and you can say, I don't believe in gravity. You're still gonna be subject to God's law of gravity. Yeah. And 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 mm. whether you believe it or you not You ain't Neo. Yeah. <laughs> And in the same in the same way, you could say, "Look, I don't, I don't, I don't have to abide by this moral standard." Yeah. Well, it's the same way. It's gonna, it's, it's gonna hit you. Yeah. The same way gravity does, and because God established both. Yeah. And something what? that we we beat this horse dead all the time. So we, we love gonna, beating horses. Yeah, we do, especially dead ones. <laughs> <laughs> so as human beings, created beings. We're all slaves. We are created to worship and yeah. for worship. The question is, 
who are you, or what are you worshiping? Yeah. You're either a slave, as you guys are saying, to God's law and to God, which is ultimately freeing, yeah. or you're a slave of the enemy, of, of the flesh, of the devil, of government. I mean, you name it. And in that, that is oppressive. Yeah. That, I mean, that's miserable. And that's why these people are, it seems like that's where all the negativity comes from because they're absolutely miserable. We've seen God allow Satan to let these humanist, uh, 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 um, what's the other word? The, the, the people who, who, um, I had it just a second ago. Um, um, People who just enjoy they they want to they want to take it to an extreme. They want to be they don't want to just have a glass of wine. They want to be a drunk. They don't want to just have sex. They want to they want to have adultery and sleep with with children and everything. Uh, hedonist hedonist. All these hedonists have ha, God has allowed these even people become rich off of their 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 philosophy of hedonism. There's not a single one who died going. I'm so happy I did all these things. Mm. There, there's not there. When you look into history and you look at the the the, the famous hedonist, uh, and and a lot of them wound up being postmodern and they're and all that. But but it, it's amazing what some of them said on their deathbed. Too. Right. Yeah. There you go, I, I used words. to have I used to have a list of last words of a famous atheist, and it was shocking. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. And and so, it we have to turn to Christ. And one of the reasons that I have enjoyed um, being able to to we've talked on the phone a handful of times we've we we've we've um, know some of the same people. It's 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 an amazing thing to look at uh, a state representative who will go, "Thus says the Lord," "Thus says the Lord," mm-hmm. not coming up with new prophecy or anything of that nature, you know, but just looking at it and going. Thus says the Lord. Here's the scripture. Here's where I'm coming from. Bam. I'm laying it out there. You do will you do with what you will, but I am responsible to God to do what He is He has laid before me. And and that's a that's a that's a refreshing thing. And 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 whatever the circumstance whatever comes of the election and everything else, I thank God that 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 there's at least one person in North Carolina who says this is the way we're going to roll with it. Yeah, the 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 results are up to God, but the duty is ours. Yeah, and wait till we start talking about abolition versus pro life. Yeah, you know because in a lot of these politicians they'll say, well, you can't do that because you're not going to get anything done. Well, one, how do you know you're not going to get anything done? Maybe God isn't honoring your efforts because your efforts aren't God honoring. Yeah, mm. you know so. So one, that premise is wrong. But two, we just need to do what God says. Yeah. And we actually don't even have the authority to say anything less than what God says. Yeah. And the results are up to him. And so if we're thinking with secular humanist motives, yeah. saying, I'm going to try to accomplish this up in Raleigh under my own schemes and my own will, it's, it's, it's an anti-biblical worldview. And it's wrong. And that is systemic in our entire system, including all these Republicans who largely claim the name of Christ. Mm. That That's another question. 
Well, well, let, let's stick let's stick to your, your platform for a while, and maybe I'll get back to that. So, the the you, there's four issues. I'm trying to remember. There was the education, the guns, uh, abortion, and look, we we got to have medical freedom and medical. Privacy. There we go. That, there we go. That's huge. Let, let's jump on that one. Let's jump on that one. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll say you know one of the, one of the things that made me just almost lose my mind it's it's unbelievable to think about but before july of 2020 it was illegal in north carolina to wear masks in public in most circumstances and it was our republican legislature and the guy i'm running against jim bergen who's the chair of the health committee who they repealed that knowing exactly what roy cooper was going to do knowing that they were going to mask us and lock us down and they did it anyways. And now they say, hey, look, Roy Cooper's the bad guy. He's doing this to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you enabled him to do that. Yeah. And and they, they play this political shell game. You know, and look, I'm I'm a little I'm I'm way libertarian minded. Yeah. So that was a bad law. You should be able to wear a mask if you want. But knowing what Roy Cooper was gonna do, you don't repeal that law. Or if you do, you add in Hey, you also cannot force someone to yeah, wear a mask. Right. Yeah, and yeah. that's what you do. So, yeah, repeal it. If you want to wear a mask, you can wear a mask. But also, in this same law, we're going to say you don't. You can't force someone to do that. Yeah, and could you imagine how that would just change the entire ballgame? That's right. I mean, just to say, look, you can't force people to or not to. None of our children would, would have ever been masked yeah. in right. in school. Well, and, and you talk about the children with the mask thing. It. it it drives me nuts. These pundits on the the cable news channels, and they'll say, "My child puts on a mask and he's out there playing the, 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 the and it's child abuse." And I'm over here going, "You don't believe it's child abuse? If you did, you'd go in there, you snatch your kid up, and you would take him out of there." I name any other time that you call something child abuse that you wouldn't stop it immediately. Right. Amen. Right. I, I mean, I mean, if 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 you believe that that's child abuse, then you no longer allow your child. And these people are making way more money than I am. You know what I mean? And, yeah. The same thing goes with the the you know the jab and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and, and look, this is such an important issue because basic medical freedoms are so important. If we lose the right. For, to say no to a medical procedure forcibly done onto us, yeah, then we've we've lost everything. You lose it, body you autonomy. Think, you don't own if you don't own your body. You don't own anything. You you would think that we would this would be clear cut because how many states have been sued and have won and it's gone to the Supreme Court about um, back in maybe the forties or fifties forced sterilization. Right or or and and here again and you you have to be careful to what you're listening to and watching. But um, somebody pointed out to me just the other day that that it's looking like the boys under twelve stand a good chance mm. of being sterile if they get this shot. Mm. Now, I say that with the qualification of I heard that from somebody not knowing what they heard it from. Okay, so I don't know the fact of that. That hasn't. I haven't heard that from a a a, a, 
but if it's true, why? I, I mean, th- this is insane. Yeah, this, I mean, even if it's not true, but th- the stuff that we know it's is not happening. far fetched compared children to children having else. heart attacks. We know children mm-hmm. are having heart attacks. We know. W- w- how in the world, there again, with the lawsuits and the Constitution, I mean, even, like, like it, it's common sense to, to me, constitutionally, that, that this shouldn't be allowed. But the Supreme Court and all these lawyers and all that, they don't have common sense. They have whatever. You look back into the cases that have been filed in the past, and it's like, uh, uh, this, is, this, is, this is just like those cases. How how can we allow that? Like even precedents—that's the word I'm looking for. Uh, uh, precedents, which is a lot of times what they lean to instead of the yeah. Constitution itself, they look towards precedents. But even the precedents t- seems to land on our side here. Yeah, and you know, it, it's like the informed consent piece is is really big. Like you know, you see all these other drugs and half the half the drug commercials about all these potential side effects and it's it's almost comical to to get mm. all these side effects yeah, yeah. and and it's comforting because you actually know there's at least some level of restraint or truth that has to be told in these advertisings yeah and but now you have an experimental injection it's not a vaccine right and and there's no like people are not being they do not have informed consent over what's happening. Yeah. And the coercion of you do this or you lose your ability to feed your family mm. is terrible. Yeah. And, and it's, it's actually, it's, it's really terrible. And, you know, forgive me for being crude here. I, I don't, I don't want to be crude, but it drives home the point here. Like Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein said, put this in your body or you lose your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And everyone says, what a horrible person for doing that. Yeah. And now you've got all these politicians saying, put this in your body or you lose your job. Yeah. And, and, That's right. And, and what should our response be to an employer who says that? No. Yes, Amasa. Right. Is no, we are not going to do that. And by the way, this is much, much bigger than your job. God yeah. will provide for you. Mm-hmm. But don't be coerced. And we keep going back to this, but but you don't have a Christian worldview. You you do wonder. All right, so if I lose my job due to this, will will God? You know what will I do? You don't think God will take care of me? And I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I mean, it, we we now layer in the blood guilt. Right, yeah. Which is a whole factor of 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 this development. Look, there, there's either there's either chopped up baby parts in the vaccines, yeah, or there was dead dead murdered kids that was experimented on to make this to develop, em, it. To develop right. it. So, like, if you had a witch's cauldron, and some witch was brewing this this potion, yeah. and said, "I can cure your disease," and you you're like, "Okay, what's in it?" And you say. A bunch of dead babies, and you say, "Well, man, I—I I mean, I really want to be cured of this disease." Yeah. No, you don't take it, right? It's wrong, and you're participating in that blood guilt. And here we are, going back. I, we'll get to the abortion issue, but like, if all of everything we're seeing is downstream judgment from the blood guilt, 
And we're trying to get out of that by injecting more blood guilt into our veins. Yeah. Mm. Instead of repentance. Mm. Yeah. It's a big problem. And we have to as a as a society we have to be able to say right from right wrong from wrong and we've lost that because we've given up Christ and 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 not i mean i mean we could have the most christian society that's ever lived not to say we would agree on every little thing but we would definitely be able to say this is right that's wrong um, and, and, and I mean, some of the stuff that we see today where it's just like, how are they, how are they getting away with that? How, how do they, how do they do that? When we have these thoughts that they're able to get away with it, they're able to do that because we, we have, we have made government God. We've said, you take care of it. We were talking about something earlier and it brought to my mind where, um, uh, uh the church, we were talking about the realms of government. We've allowed the government, the, 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 the civil government to take over the home. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we get mad when the civil government says, shut down your church. They've already got the home. Mm. If they can take the home, why do, what makes you think that they can't take like, 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 yep. and they're now, taking self-government too. Yeah. With, the, with the injections. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so now, now there again, I'm saying this with the understanding of there has to be a line drawn. There has to be a place. I'm, I'm not saying just submit to it because they've made it so far. Just give up. That's not what I'm saying. But there's all these people who have allowed, who, who take welfare dollars, who put their kids into public schools, who do all these different things, giving their life to government. And then when it comes to, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like, Oh wait, that that's too far. No, yeah. no, allowing allowing taking government money is too far. Yep. I, I mean they 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 started putting money directly into our bank account. Like like they were like, and and you're, what do I do with this? We gave it away. Bitcoin. We gave it away. What'd you say? Bitcoin. Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean our our whole mindset was set was we're not going to be dependent on this money. That's right. We're not we're right. not going to get addicted to this money. We're not going to allow this this extra money coming into our household every month. Well, that's conditioning. Start. They condition people to to rule over them. Yeah, and and therefore people just willingly do it, and a lot of times without even realizing it. Don't take the cheese. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so I mean, there again, bringing it back to the the the, the health situation. How many of us have allowed for the government to say, you have to do this, you have to do that, you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to, and they've overstepped and they've overstepped and they've overstepped, and you've said, yes, yes, I agree, yes, yes. I, how many times have we cried out, somebody needs to do something about that? And then instead of looking to God to do something about it, we've looked to the government. And, 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 and then when it goes to a step too far, that's when we all lose our mind and go, oh, no. you know." And it, it's getting to the point, in my opinion, where 
if we don't stand now, it it will be too late. The, I don't know where that line is where it'll be too late. I really don't know. Yeah. But but like we have to we have to stand, and you know it's 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 really our campaign slogan is the time to stand is now. We don't have tomorrow. We don't have next election cycle. We don't have next decade. It is now. Like, the encroachments have been too far. And if we don't collectively start saying enough is enough, you know, if we don't push back, they'll keep taking and taking and taking. Exactly. And so we have to push back. And it starts, look, I'm running here because I do believe that they that there's still a peaceful solution here. You know, that's why mm. that's that's why I'm I'm even running. Yeah. And it but it starts with us caring about the peaceful solution. It, yeah. it starts with us caring about these elections that's right. and getting the people out who gave this stuff to us, yeah. which are Republicans. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. All right. So the the constitutional carry all right, I'm gonna play a little devil's advocate. Yep, let's hear it. All right, Constitution says we can bear arms. We already do that. <laughs> yep, you're talking nullification here. That's, <laughs> that's good. You know, it's this one's this one's more tricky than people would might think. And it's because the North Carolina Constitution explicitly, you know, their version, our version of the Second Amendment explicitly says it does not apply to pistols. Oh. But then a few lines later, it says nothing in this Constitution goes against the federal Constitution. Right. So so like it's I still call this constitutional carry. Yeah. But the roots of that clause is literal Jim Crow laws. Okay. So it, you know, again, I hate CRT and all this stuff, but let's let's not, you know, let we still need to recognize there are some racist roots to some of our laws. And the, all these yeah. all these carry permit laws were all across the south. And look, when MLK's house got firebombed, he went to go buy a pistol to protect himself. Uh-huh. And the sheriff Said no. Ooh. All right. Now, what shows more repentance? Tearing down a statue of somebody who really didn't have anything to do with any of this stuff. Or, that's how you know it's a trick question when I go, or reversing laws that were created to to control a particular group of people. One's a temper tantrum. The other is action. Yeah. Yeah. Reverse the laws that that were designed to control a particular group of people. We don't care what particular group of people. That's not not what the role of the government is. The role of the government isn't to to bottle up this group of people Mm -hmm. so that that group of people can feel safe or whatever. Yeah. It's to it's to make sure that you're not treading on that guy's rights. Look, we're you know, God tells us to care for our neighbors. So if you're not in one people group, you better care about the other people group because God commands you to. Yeah. Also, don't think that these same laws won't be used on you. Exactly. That's so right. so it's both. Even if they're not used on you, 
you, we have an obligation mm-hmm. to care for our, our brothers because God told us to. Yeah. And so, but, but like all ty- tyranny, it will be used on everybody. You know, like, look, the communists killed the socialist in in <laughs> in Russia, right? I probably, okay. That was so, probably so, a weird so like, place to laugh. Yeah, but so, you know, I was they, understanding where you were going with they're that. Coming, they're coming for everyone, but it's really important just to stand for everyone's rights. Now, now, look, you know, North Carolina is a shall issue state, so it so the sheriff technically is going to have to. Say yes, you can yeah. carry, but you know what? If he has to, why do we have to act? Ask him anyways, right? Revenue. If it, if it <laughs> right. I why, mean, I mean that's why, I, why I have we, my concealed. I pay that part of the revenue. In fact, mine's coming up, and, and 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 the whole idea is money is being made at it. If, if we're given our rights to us by God, why do we have to buy them back from a sheriff? Why do we have to ask permission? Because to who's give God? That—that's—that's that's the. It, and I don't know if you realize something, but this is where we always come back to. It, it is is who is your God? And and, and you're exactly right. I, I, if God has given us the right to be able to defend ourselves, then who are who who are you to say? Well, you can defend yourself with my permission. You're putting your place in the place of God. You're making yourself a tyrant in which God has never intended you to be. So. That's right. And, you know, I really don't understand the, the – there's 21 states that have constitutional concealed carry. Yeah. They're doing great. You know, it's not like we're even paving the way on this one. We're lagging behind. Yeah. And imagine being, imagine being either a Republican or Democrat politician – defending Jim Crow laws to, that was designed to prevent prevent black people from defending themselves. Yeah. I wow. mean, that's got to go. I mean, I mean we see this though. I mean, I mean all the time just politicians who who were say we're for the minorities. So we're going to enforce all these things that have been placed here to control you. Right. We see this all, uh, voter and, ID and, while yeah. they Voter pile ideas. in droves to go and vote yeah. for these very people. Yeah, Black the, people can't have an ID. They're too stupid to go get one. What? Yeah, it's crazy. What, what are you talking about? I mean, it's... And, and, and talking about, like, the poor and impoverished, you know, going back to going back to school for a second, like, they're, if, if we allow the, the, the funds to follow the child, some impoverished child now can go to a great private Christian education. Exactly. And it enables all of that. So why would someone, either a Democrat or Republican politician, be against enabling all these children who might not have that opportunity there? It it takes the control away. Bingo. It it takes that control away. That is, that is, it, it... I heard I was listening across politics earlier now. I wish I could remember the way they phrased it. But they were basically saying that that those who do not submit to God how did they put it? Those who do not submit to God. In other words, if if you don't submit to God and and you try to put yourself in a you're, you're after his job. You're after these people who are up there and they're saying you can't do this and you have to do that and they're they're after the job of God. 
and, and 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 they're horrible at it. They're horrible at it. I mean, even even old Ronald Reagan said, "Hey, you know, one, some of the worst things you can ever hear is, uh, hey, we're from the government and we're here to help." That's right. You don't want to hear that. That's horrible. And and, and and something else. The same guy who banned machine guns. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, and yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. Well, same, I mean, I mean, you, same same guy who was at the, look like we were saying before. I'm I'm up. Uh, I was from California, unfortunately. Yeah. Can't help where you were born. <laughs> but like I'm I'm an I'm an I'm like I was saying, I'm a I'm like a an exile from a communist country who knows the dangers of communism. Yeah. Listen, I grew up in LA, it's terrible. But look, all that gun control that California has, same thing rooted in racism because there was a time when the when the Black Panthers, probably rightly so, were def, you know, trying to defend themselves, went to the Capitol. And Ronald Reagan said, oh, we can't have this. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. started the gun control that we see in California. So, yeah. like, it, wow. it, is, it is so deep. Look, there's no sacred cows here. What that- you, we, have to, we have to call it out and do what's right. Otherwise, it's going to happen to us again. And that's, yeah. that's, that's true with any, any politician. So, um, when I see... Take someone like Donald Trump, very polarizing, very... I can't sit here and look at you and go, everything that he did was wrong. I can't look at you here and go, everything that he did was right. Anyone who can do that, anyone who can do that is... is is. They're not thinking. They're, they're, they're following the mob. They're not... They're not... They're not in control... Uh, uh, they're they're following a narrative that they're not they're they're not thinking out themselves. Uh, same thing with Ronald Reagan. Same thing with uh, they're probably the two biggest hmm. Republican presidents in modern age. Um, uh, Abraham Lincoln. You know you can't look at Abraham Lincoln and go look how great he is and he was never did anything wrong. You can't do that. You have to look at people for who they are. Sinful men. Yep. Sinful men. They, some do great things. Some do okay things. Take George Bush. Like George Bush was just kind of like, eh. But then when you think about it, the Patriot Act sucked. Like, and we all were rooting uh-huh. on the Patriot Act. You, and, well, I mean, you talked about this on the phone. Yeah. I, I mean, it just look, it, look. Not not when nine eleven happened. I was in high school, and um, it it re it reoriented my entire life. You know, it, it totally took a decade of my life from me, really, or at least redirected it. Yeah. And because nine eleven happened, we I'm a, I'm a kid. We bind to the narrative, yeah. and we say, "Hey, look, let's go kill the bad people." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 do I agree that there were some bad people that need that need to be killed? Yes, but but our freedom's not in Iraq. Our freedom's not in Afghanistan. It's not, and and it took, you know, many many years for a lot of these veterans to look back and say, "Wow, yeah, we got played here." Yeah, and and what happened? The Patriot Act. They got the TSA locking down travel. Yep. They got us to look at our brothers differently, and mm-hmm. and and cause suspicion there. Yep. And now what's happening? So it's it's been twenty years. Of that play, and it was getting a little old. Yeah, 
And so now, intentionally or not, I don't, I, I, I'm not here to say that, but the results are playing it out that now this war on disease mm. is causing the same paradigm where, look, we're getting, look, I agree that there's bad diseases that need, to be, that need to be combated. There's bad, there actually is bad diseases, but look, they're getting a uh, travel lockdown. They're getting these vaccine passports, which is, you know, a, a further uh, basically Patriot act. Yeah. And they're also getting us to dis distrust each other mm -hmm. with, you know, the invisible bad guy. Uh -huh. So it's like the same narrative. And so I do have some hope just as millions of veterans looked back yeah. and said, "What? Oh man, I, I should not have participated in this." And you know, look, there are there's a lot of good things that the veterans did, even in the wars, yeah. right? But but by and large, it was a narrative that that was that that we were manipulated. Yeah. And and I hope I have some hope that there's a whole medical community here that can look back and the scales can come off and say, wow, I, I, I actually participated in coercing yeah. injections or locking people down or, or these, you know, these, all these instruments that, that destroy our freedom. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's where we're at. It's a whole, it's a whole nother play, but we have to be cognizant of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Back back to the constitutional carry. What do you think? So so give me. And, and I was kind of jesting at it when I was trying to when I said uh, playing devil's advocate. What does that look like compared to what we have now? I think that's what I I, I think a lot of the people who are listening might might not understand. Look, it's 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 simple. You can go well first. If you want to buy, you can buy a rifle without the sheriff's permission. Yeah. But if you want to buy a pistol, you have to ask the sheriff, pretty, pretty, please, can I please buy a pistol? Yeah. And he'll say, yes, mm -hmm. for $20. Yeah. Right. So then you pay him 20 bucks. Every five years. And then you, well, and then you can go buy that pistol and you can carry that pistol mm -hmm. open. Mm -hmm. But if your shirt covers it, you're now illegally carrying a pistol. You're talking about the permit, not the... So the, Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, if you want to carry this pistol concealed, which you can already carry open, yeah. you have to go back to the sheriff, and you have to say, pretty, pretty, please, can I please carry this pistol with my shirt over it? And he will say, yes, for $20. Yeah. And so, look, they say, hey, well... We don't want people to have to be able to conceal carry guns who are bad people. Well, one, you got to pass the Nick's background check to get a gun, and it's already illegal to sell someone or carry or possess a gun if you can't possess it. Yeah. So, and they can already open carry this gun, and they can already open carry a rifle. Yeah. And the sheriff by law can't say no because it's a shall issue state. So why do we have to go ask him? Yeah. And it's it's just it, the the root of it is 
okay, it's a hurdle we have to, to, to but 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 we need to start taking back our rights. Yeah. I'm yeah. sick of the Republican Party playing defense and figuring out what pieces of ground we can give away to tactfully retreat and retrograde. Yeah. Not anymore. Those are our rights, and we need to get them back. And North Carolinians have been deprived of this for over 100 years. Yeah. And it's wrong. So this did not start in the 90s or the 80s or whatever. It goes way back. But we need to right these wrongs, and we need to start gaining back our freedom. And it starts with things like this. Wow. Here I am, ignorant, thinking that, hey, we live in a, a open carry state, and you can get concealed, you're concealed and everything, and thinking everything's good. Well, I'm just forking out money to be able to do all these things. <laughs> hey, I you was, could have saved me a lot of money a long time ago. Look, you know, I, I, was talking, oh, this is good. I was talking to our sheriff, Sheriff Coates, um, and he said, yeah, I have not had in-depth discussions with him, but I had an off-the-cuff discussion with him. He said, you know, I really like to know who's carrying and who's not. Why? Mm. Why? They can open carry. They can carry a rifle. They can have a rifle in their truck. Yeah. It's not concealed, but you can put it in there. And, and you know, like, why what? does his right to know trump millions of people's rights to defend themselves? Be- because the, the, any government agency has bought into the same... Uh, narrative. So, so I, I was on a volunteer fire department for a while, and I got off of it simply because I noticed that that it was all about give me, give me, give me, give me. These these people say give me, give me, give me, give me. I mean, guys who would have voted for Trump. I mean, that you would just think, okay, these are all conservative right wing guys. But you put them in a position to where the government can fork out all kinds of money so they can get a new truck. And, and, then, and then you have to do uh, steps A, B, C, and D. So we make sure we do A, B, C, and D so that the government will give us this. And, and it's just it's this cycle of just doing this, 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 so that somebody can give me something. So that somebody can give me something. So that somebody can give me something. Not understanding that you are, you, you are becoming addicted to that. And, and, and it's the same thing with the sheriff department. I about, I, I about lost my mind with a sheriff deputy one time because, and it may be the same cat that's running for sheriff now, I don't know. But that, that we're at uh, uh, the the local airport does this thing called touch a truck. They bring fire trucks, airplanes, um, um, and, and the sheriff department had this massive military vehicle. And uh, my mother, who who's the sweetest lady you've ever met, uh, just goes... Oh, what do y'all use this for? Now, to be fair, I'm sure people have asked him that in a more con, you know, like, what's that all about? You know, but, but she's just that. And he jumps on her and he says, ma'am, do you think we need, when, when there was a flood and it saves her? Da, 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 da. And I'm going, oh, man, you, you, you say all this stuff. Oh, and when this happened, that happened, whatever. There's no other tools. There's no other non-military tools that would suffice and do the exact same job in the exact same manner. I believe there are. And and and, and but what happens is it's the government says, "Oh, uh, y'all want this? 
Y'all want this? Y'all want y'all want our old bulletproof vest? You want our old rifles? You want our old? Well, you need to do this, this, and this to get it. But yeah, you can have it. It's it's oh, man. And so now we're, we've we're got opening up a lot of sacred cows here, but the militarization of police, right? These are military vehicles. Mm. And it used to be a peace officer. Now it's a law enforcement yeah. officer. Right. What happened? What happened to Mayberry? Right, like literal North Carolina. Well, he was you kind know? of... A, Andy Griffith was a prick anyway. I mean, like, like he yeah. told me, I like Bay of Purdue. Mm. I'm like, shut up, Andy. Yeah. The show was way better than the real life. Yeah. Man, my, Comer was, my was loving all the guys in the background. <laughs> My my wife's family loves loves Andy Griffith, so uh, I got I got to watch my tongue here. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, it's the militarization of police, and you know I'm just generally skeptical of the government having things that the citizenry does not have. Yeah, right. So so why is that okay? Who's the and power? then looking at you yeah. like, yeah, yeah, we we deserve this. Right. We, we, well, but, earlier, but you whenever can't. you said about um, the sheriff that you were talking to, and he said that I want to know who's carrying and who's not, just for it's an oversimplification, but two things popped into my head as to why that could be power and fear. Not yeah. necessarily in yeah. that order. Well, a lot of it is fear. And, 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 and the scripture, we, we go over this all the time. The Bible says, don't fear. The only thing you're given permission to fear is God. That's right. Everything else it says, don't be afraid, yeah. don't fear, don't don't have anxiety, don't, you know, and, and, and it even says the coward, when it lists a bunch of people going to hell, the coward is the first one getting mentioned. Yeah. And, 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 <laughs> and people who want to be God and aren't God fear the opposition. That's right. And so they don't want you to be able to you know, be opposition. All all of this, I, I keep and I, I, I was trying to hold back because I I don't want you know all of this is coming downstream from killing our children. Yeah. And so like, look, if we don't love our neighbors enough to keep them from getting ripped apart from limb for limb, and and being in a, a literal genocide. Yeah. How can we expect ourselves from not going to the same fate? Yeah. Like there's no liberty for them. How can we expect liberty for us? Mm. You know, so if we're not loving our neighbor, yeah. Why would God allow us to reach a different fate? You know, like this this is so the leading cause of death is is killing children in the womb. Yeah. Like does it does it does it surprise you that we are facing unconscionable tyranny that's going to destroy our lives and our and the lives of our family when five decades we have not cared about our brothers being slaughtered day after day after day? And yeah. look, you, five decades, right? And yet we still, there's still time to correct this to repent and turn to God. How merciful is God that he hasn't already just squashed us? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, just mind-blowing. That, that's exactly right. And 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 but but you said it. You said it right. It's repentance. So so we could 
we could abolish abortion tomorrow and not kill another child, and we are still going to face judgment from God unless yeah. we repent for what mm. we've done and what we've allowed to transpire. Yeah. And yeah. so it's not even enough just to get back on the right track. We've already, we're already have done this. Mm-hmm. And, and look, it starts, this is all, and no sacred cows, right? It's, it's because of Christians. There's a church. As long as you don't go after big feet, we're fine. <laughs> there's, a, there's a church on every street corner in North Carolina. Right. Yeah. Basically. Two right here. Right. Every street corner, every big town, every small town. And look, if you were to take a foreigner and bring him here and look around, would he know that there's a genocide? Yeah. And it goes back to our symbol. You know, someone, someone, hey, say, what's with your symbol? And if you can't, if you can't see it, on, if you're listening, it's got these two olive branches. And um, I tell you what, if you don't mind, send us a graphic of that. I will. And we'll make it our thumbnail for this podcast. I'll do that. And that symbolizes uh, peace because it's, and it's referenced to Jeremiah. And when God is saying through Jeremiah, he's saying, you've healed the wounds of my people lightly. And said, "Peace, peace, when there is no peace," and 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 that's this whole even even the very symbol of this campaign is a prophetic message to repentance for what we've done to our children, yeah. and we've lived a life that says peace, peace, and there is no peace. Mm. Yeah. And it goes back to the very start of this podcast when we're saying, "Why don't people get behind abolition?" It's because they have to do some deep soul searching of their own lives and say, I am culpable in this. I am the one responsible for this. Mm. This is on my shoulders because I didn't love my brothers like God required me to. And that is a hard message. It's so easy to say, oh, we got to stop them from killing their, look at those are the evil people killing their children. But yet we've got an obligation to our brothers in the womb. And it's so easy just to watch our football games and 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 live our life and say and and be pietistic and say, well, it didn't happen in my family. But look, in the Old Testament, when God when when there was a, a dead body found, they'd measure the distance to the nearest town. And those elders had to go out there and they had to investigate the murder or the dead body. If it was a murder, they had to deliver accurate justice. And if they did not, that blood guilt was on the entire town. Now, let me ask you this. We know these children are dying. Is our government and our elders delivering justice for that blood guilt? And if the answer is no, it's on us all. Let let me ask you some questions because I, I, I that that's heavy and I, I wanna think that um part of our people are gonna be asking questions at this point. Uh for example, if if you are a I'm trying to phrase it in a way that I think will relate to most people who are listening. when, when you when you're coming at it and saying, look, 
Uh, this is happening in our nation, in our towns, in our state. Uh, we're held culpable for it. Where do you... We're. T- I'm trying to think of a way to say it. When when you're held culpable, if you are anti-abortion, if you are an abolitionist, if you are protesting abortions, does that hold to the same spiritual results? Or because every one of the things that I know I noticed when I'm when I'm preaching is. If, if we just lay out the blanket statement, right, which is accurate, there, there's, there's people who have very sensitive consciences who go, oh, I'm not doing enough. Or, or you know, and, and, they're, and they're, they're serving. They're, they're, they're doing what they can in that position. So I, I'm, I'm very careful. At, and this probably comes from being a pastor, you know what I mean? Um, and not trying to put guilt, to put, to, to use God's word and not just guilt people. And so I, n- I don't think that's what you're doing. So, but, but you know, look, where, where I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like, look, Paul, Paul Washer can get up and say the church needs to repent of pornography. Uh, huh. statistically 50% of men in, in churches are, are in that sin yeah. and they need to repent of that. Now, look, no one accuses him of saying, Hey, look, you're heaping guilt on the church. You know, it's 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 a it's a general call mm. to repentance. Yeah. Now, Paul Washer doesn't know each and every man in that church, yeah. but right. it, but the the proof is there. And so, when I say the church needs to repent of apathy and compromise, I don't know every single person. There's probably a lot of people who who are are don't need to repent. Fine, you know, I continually have to repent of my apathy towards the preborn. Yeah, so yeah. it's a repent with us. But you know what? It's way more than fifty percent of people. Who, who are in this and so so, so just to clarify and and and, and there again I, I i understand where you're coming from but i'm also trying to to to, to speak for our audience yeah to the, a certain the, extent. the proof the, look we're known by our fruits right yeah so when when we've got hundreds of thousands we've got millions yeah. of professing christians in north carolina and we can't stop the killing of children being the leading cause of death we are known by our fruits and and that's and that's a general call to repentance and look let me let me just look the spirit's got to convict you of what you've got to do yeah okay that's not my job yeah that's god's job but i would implore everyone just to think about your life and 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 a good metrics that i've used for my own life here is if abortion were abolished tomorrow would my daily life change? Hmm. And if not, you got to really ask the question, are we acting appropriately in a genocide? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, wow. we, we've got so much blood guilt yeah. on our hands. And, it is the it is our job to push back darkness there you go it doesn't push back itself and we've got to get out of this pietistic me-centered attitude of me and my family don't kill children so we're good yeah 
And yeah. and this all has played out. This is not God's first rodeo. Look, 200 years ago, the abolitionists of slavery, guess who their biggest opponents were? Not the slavers. It was the anti-slavery societies. Mm. And they were saying, they, it's, they were the, the pietistic ones. We don't have slaves. You know, let's, let's, we can't get out of this immediately. Let's slowly and incrementally get us out of mm. slavery. And let's put forth laws that say you can't work a slave more than 18 hours. Yeah. And you can't whip them so hard. And you got to give them food. And you got to give them Bibles. Yeah. And look, we're making a difference. We're winning, guys. And you know what they weren't doing? Abolishing it. Wow. And then there was a group of Christians who said this is sin. This is a national sin. We are all culpable in this, and we have an obligation to our brothers in chains. And God's going to judge us and destroy this nation if we don't come to repentance. Yeah. And people were saying, we're the church. You're going you're gonna to call us to repent? Well, yes. Uh, well, and so, uh, just so, clarifying, look, I weren't saying that, that peop- the church doesn't need to repent. Yes. What I'm saying is, is whenever you say that, the knee jerk is to go. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. You know, and a fine thing. So, so whenever don't. you, whenever you throw the blanket statement out there, it's easy for somebody to say this guy's aggressive, and I don't. It, I don't. I don't. It isn't and so that whenever human you, nature? When you say, and you, and you said it. I, I, I kind of had to poke at you a little bit to get it out, but you, you were saying it and explaining it, and I'm going. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And, and because we as uh, um. It, it's so easy to go, I don't, I don't, I don't. But when you say, uh, when you when you come at it as, okay, m- maybe you're not out there having abortions. That doesn't mean that, 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 that we just go throw up our hands and say, well, okay, not me. It, it is, it is, it is a, the gospel has to be preached. The, 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 the. And and more important, and, and so and 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 you and 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 the abolitionists are not this way, but it is more important for us to sit there and come at it and say, "Look, God says that this is murder," than it is to just stop it for the sake of stopping it. It right. it, it has to be a submission to God, and the Christians are the ones who are having to say, "Let's let's let's uh." uh uh, let let's vote for David Bubons. Let's 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 have a day in our church, or or, or invite someone to speak. You know, it, it 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 stand outside. We we have a ministry in our church that that um, closest city to us is Wilmington, and so we're not able to get out there often. But but we have a ministry within our church that goes out there from time to time and does it. It it, it is it it can't just be, um. I I trust this. Look, I trust the spirit of God to work in his people, right? God's sovereign. But, and he, we're all the body. Some people are arms, feet, legs, noses, eyes. Okay. So we all have different talents and abilities and we all have different things on our plate. Yeah. So what I would say is just, just analyze your, your life. I'm not telling anyone what to do. But you can analyze your life and say, what talents do I have? What gifts did God give me? And am I applying the gifts God gave me consistently in the world we live in 
which is a genocide. Yeah. And 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 if you just come at it with that attitude and just continually ask God, God, you gave me these things for much was given, much is required. Yeah. What are you requiring of me in this accurate context? Yeah. And 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 that's all I'm asking. That's that's what I'm saying is yeah. is repentance and what what am I asking people to do about it? Well, I don't know. Right? I don't know what God gave you. I don't right. know where you're at. You might have 15 kids and you got to work three jobs and 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 you you need to provide for them. Yeah. Well, then that's what God needs you to do, but but if as long as you're you're saying that's in context of a genocide and a guy going with 15 on, kids is going to be thinking about abortion. I, I mean I mean I mean I mean and I don't mean that to be ugly. I mean it's it's Maybe sure. I do mean it to be ugly, but I think you know what I'm saying. It's it's when when you are pressured into to, to this is an easy solution to, and you're 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 trying to, not not in my mind. I'm thinking after I've said that comment that that a man having 15 kids is probably saved and. Yeah, you know? look, look, children, so, children so are maybe not. Chil- but. Children are a blessing, and and you know that when you have children, you have them around you. They, right. they give yeah. they give way more than 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 you give to them, and um, so 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 th- that goes back to you know this campaign where it's way more than just a campaign here. Yeah. It's a call to repentance for the people of North Carolina, the House of God. And, you know, I'm ask, I'm not at only asking for your vote. Yeah. I'm asking for so much more of that. I'm asking you to potentially reorient your life to adequately address this genocide. Yeah. And, and that's it. So, like, we got, we've, we've got a lot of work to do. And, and the first part of it is just thinking consistently and biblically about it, and taking this issue seriously. Yeah. And and here we are. Like I I'm I think the political aspect is an important aspect. I really do, and it's also a catalyst for cultural change. Um. And so, look, I'm here on this podcast with you guys. Yeah. Which I wouldn't wouldn't have had this opportunity if I wasn't running. So, so this is it's 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 a catalyst to reach people and to spur them on. But I also really believe that the government needs to do the right thing. Yeah, and mm. and that is completely void in the North Carolina legislature. We had HB one fifty eight last year, which was the first bill that would abolish abortion in North Carolina. Yeah, first bill. In five decades, no one even tried to end abortion totally. Wow. No one tried. Yeah. And we fought for years to find someone who was willing to do it. And we found a righteous man, Larry Pittman, yep. out of Cabarrus County, who was a pastor, and he was willing to do it. Now, we, we, had, we had to make sure criminalization was in there. He didn't have a defy row clause, which needed to go in there. He agreed to put a defy row clause in there, which yeah. we should probably talk about. And what happened? Well, it didn't go anywhere. The Republican pro-lifers I, I was about killed to say, it. Yeah. Now, because because and anyways, because they like the status quo. Because repentance is sometimes hard. And because they're saying peace, peace when there is no peace. Yeah. 
And so, so Larry Pittman's not running anymore. We had to find somebody. Yeah. And we looked for somebody. And I couldn't, we could not find them. Yeah. And I started, I started feeling it in like, I started, I think God's telling me to do this. And then I realized Jim Bergen, my Senator is an elder at a local Baptist church, a church that I would have otherwise probably taken my family to. And really? I was like, he's our guy. He's my guy. He's going to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go to him and I say, Hey, we got to abolish abortion. Hey, look, I've got a plan that's going to eliminate one third of abortions in North Carolina. Okay. How are you going to do that? I'm going to give hormonal birth control to the youth all across the state. What? And so, so, so that's his, that's his response. And, and it's promoting pros- promiscuity amongst the youth as an elder. I mean, this guy needs to be church repentant. It's Crossroads Baptist Church. All you pastors out there need to be hounding their elders for the How? sin that they're allowing to have in their church. And look, it does nothing for the preborn. And newsflash here, hormonal birth control causes abortions. The, the, this is, is our Christian as, response. That, that's backwards as I'll get out. Yeah. Like now, now, what, yeah. now you understand why I say we need repentance. For sure. Because this is where we are. This is the state of North Carolina right here. And this is where we are. How? And by the way, how do you? By the way, he's proud of it. I get, I get, I, 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 I get Jim Bob, you know, whatever, who. Jim Bergen. Well, I just meant like, you know, some, some. Some guy who who's who's you know MAGA country, uh, 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 red, white, and blue. I don't want things to change. Type of Republican who's not really a Christian. He probably might have the label of Christian, but he's not really. This cat's a pastor of a of a of a listening to you a fairly sound church. Yep. And, and yet his solution is not to to a, to attack the sin. That is there, but to you said it, it to, to promote further sinning by by giving young women birth control, and, and which, which which is not even that is that is so far out of the government. You talking about all these liberals running their mouths about? Yeah, we don't want the government out of our bedrooms. Listen. Here's birth control. Oh, hallelujah! It just it just he that, he he was proud that he got every Democrat to get on board with that. Now look, why? Because the people who love killing children love Jim Bergen's anti-abortion bill. Yeah, because I imagine. It, it just, because it actually furthers abo- abortion through hormonal birth control. Why, why no wonder not, why they like it. Right, you, for sure. This is, that, here's someone who claims, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This is somebody who claims to be a pastor and, 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 and wanting to Wanting to further a culture of death rather than I, I look. They try. I, I, I can see. I I can see certain mentalities. I can I can understand people even when I disagree with them. I tend to be able to go. I see where you're coming from. I understand it. This but is, that's retarded. 
Yeah. This is what they this is what they would say. They would say and I don't even believe they're genuine in this, but let's give them the benefit of the doubt. They would say, "Hey, look, we're doing what we can." The political realities of the situation is we will never be able to abolish abortion. No, no. And so we're going to slowly, incrementally get our way out of it and 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 take little chips off the block if if we can. And and I've gotten into it. I like um our boy our boy um uh Groover. Like like I've never been able to just sit down and have a full conversation here and I don't think everybody quite actually I have. I have. So anyways, long story short. Like I'm not quite in the 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 camp like you are. Now that being said, the way I understand things is this. You say I want to pass a bill that abolishes abortion. I think everybody who 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 says that they're for anti-abortion uh should push that. I think that we need to get rid of everybody who where, where where I differ, I think from and maybe you maybe you'll correct me on this cuz I haven't had a lot of conversations um but if 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 you said if you push the momentum and you said let's end abortion let's end abortion let's end abortion and we start pushing the end abortion and that's what starts moving forward and that's what starts going and then you have a say 75 percent of democrats i'm just throwing numbers out there and to get you to calm down they go okay we're going to pass this i'm not voting on it they'll vote on that but we're pushing it, and I'm not going to be upset that 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 we're able to do something. You know, I'm I'm grateful that we're able to save any lives, but we shouldn't be the ones compromising. That's the point. We shouldn't be the ones compromising. If 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 we put the pressure on other people and they compromise their position, that's one thing. We don't need to be the ones compromising in this. And and, and like I said, if we can make the Democrats compromise, but we can't win. Hallelujah, but we don't need to be the ones compromising in this. That's now, exactly. Now right. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, there again, when I've made this argument with with one or two guys, they've kind of like, no, end it now. Regardless, don't be excited over. Look, look, there's but, there's but, a but, difference between immediatism and overnightism. So so there's there's a confusion there, and it's a straw man that's leveled against abolitionists. That like, look, this is not going to happen overnight. You have to be practical. It's probably not going to happen overnight. It takes us doing stuff like this that we're doing right now. But yeah. every step of the way, you have a total and immediate call to end abortion. And and we don't have the authority yeah. to say anything less. God I, says murdering children's wrong. And we don't have the authority to say, thou shalt not murder unless the child's 20 weeks old and you waited 72 hours after counseling. Yeah. Right, we don't have the authority right. to do that, but you know whose laws that is? Republican pro-life laws. Yeah, which literally dictates when and where and how you can kill a child. Do you, do you know why sin. the republic? I mean, the Democrats win even when they lose. It's because the Democrats say, "Here's an end goal. Here's an end goal. We don't have no end goal. Right? We, we do don't now. have an end goal." We do now. Look, Amen. and, and that, what that's, we need... That's what I'm screaming. This and, is what we have to have. We have to have end goals. We have to have men who are willing to push. And, and even if they lose, they push and they push. And, and we've got to have people who say, here are where we stand. Here's our standards. This is why. And push towards those things 
full, full, full blast. And, and because that way, there again, so that the compromising doesn't happen on the right, it happens on the left. That's right. You know, the devil's, the devil's play is always to offer the compromise. Did God really say, mm. right, did he? Did God really mean that? Did he really That's mean right. all of that? So, so the devil always compromises with us. Yeah. Because they're trying to chip away at righteousness. Yeah. We have to hold the line. And yeah. that's our obligation. And, and, you know, this is where people like Jim Bergen justify their compromise. is because they say, you know, people will say, hey, look, we want the same thing. What's that? We're saving babies. No. I want to honor God. And I think that that the results are up to God. If you're focused on what's going to what what are the outcomes and what's going to do what yeah. you're going to end up compromising along the way. We just look when Moses when Moses went to Pharaoh and said let my people go. A couple plagues happened. He said no. A couple plagues happened and Pharaoh offers a compromise. And he says, "Hey look, you take the men, we'll keep the women and children." And a pro-lifer would say, hallelujah, yeah. we're winning. That's a Look, w. Take it. Take it. We'll come back. We'll come back and demand more later. Like, like Doug Wilson says, we'll take it and come back next year and demand more later. But, but, the, the, but let, me, let me finish here. What, what did Moses say? No. God said, let my people go, and I won't take anything less. And guess what? People stayed in slavery potentially for years here, yeah. And 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 people would say you're crazy, Moses. And he said, I don't have the authority to say anything less than what God said. And God put a couple more plagues on, and there's another compromise. He says, Look, okay, fine. You take the men, you take the women and children, but I'll keep the animals. Yeah. Hallelujah, we're winning, says the pro-lifer. Yeah. That's the Texas heartbeat bill. Yeah, hell, hallelujah, we're there. And and Moses said, no, not a hoof left in Egypt. And guess what the end result was? They took the men, women, children, animals, and plundered Egypt. Yeah. And everyone knew that God was the true God. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob was the true and living God. And, and that was it. And so, look, we don't have the authority to back down. God says we don't kill children, and we can't say any compromise short of that because that is not what God said. And, yeah. and, and look, people would say, hey, look, take the men. Take the men, right? Don't you want, don't you want to take Israel out of, out, of, out of slavery? And that's where we are, and that's the difference between an abolitionist and a pro-lifer. I, I think a lot of what you were saying too is is it wasn't even from what I've seen with the the, the pro life movement, it's not like they're saying, "Hey, we want to end abortion." Well, can you compromise here? Oh yeah, we'll compromise there. Yay! It's it's um, <laughs> we're saying we have this goal, but we're really only pushing for the men. We say we want all of. And that's what I mean. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not as studied in, in this area as you are, but but I mean, it seems to me what I've what I've noticed is you have men uh, um, who are saying, you know, 
uh, we want we want all of Israel, their animals, everything out. And then there's there, and then there comes this 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 group of people behind them going, well, not really, not really. We'll be, we'll sat, we'll be satisfied with the with the and then and then and then the government go or Pharaoh would say, um, what if I give you half of that? And they go, yeah, that'll work. Like like they're not even pushing. They're not even pushing that, and that that's that's Look, the thing that I have an issue with. It's like it, you have to push for. Don't just say it. You have to you have to actually push for Bush. Look, you may not be able to get everything, and, and 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 you may not be able to get there again. When I say push, I don't mean I don't mean back down and go okay. What I mean is you push, make them compromise. You may look. They're going to offer the compromise, but you do not take it. Yeah. They say they he says take take the men. Then, then he compromises more and says, take the men and the women and children. And you still don't back down because God did not say that. And so the results are up to God. Do we have the faith yeah. that God will, will accomplish his will? Or do we have to compromise in order to get God's will done? Yeah. Do we have the faith right. that God's sovereign? You know, and someone like Jim Bergen says, I'm going to go up there and be a reasonable statesman and get what we can get. Well, you know what? You are But you don't know what you can get if you're not pushing, if you're not pushing, if you're not if you're not driving towards the 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 getting rid of abortion, then then you don't know what you can get. I I mean, I mean, I don't I, I don't, think we're I don't know what we can get either. It all hinges on if God gives us a reprieve and yeah. and delivers us from the sin. Yeah. And so I don't know if God will do that or not. But one thing I'm absolutely certain of is that we cannot write into law when and where and how you can kill a child. Yeah. And that's what the pro-lifers do. We have murder. Look, God hates the sin of partiality. He hates unequal weights and measures. And he hates that level of treating people differently. Yeah. So when we compromise at all on this abortion issue, what we're saying is that these laws to prevent murder yeah. do not apply to certain subsets of people. Certain groups of people these laws do not apply equally to. And that is the pro-life position. When we have a 20-week ban, or in Texas has a heartbeat bill, it is saying that these laws do not apply to children without heartbeats. And these laws do not apply to children who are under 20 weeks old. And, and that is the sin of partiality. And, and I, 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 tell me if I'm wrong, but, but I, I think you're, you're thinking that I'm saying... Push, 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 and then if a compromise comes up, compromise. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying push, push, push. And what you say, if you start driving a tidal wave of push towards abolishing abortion, you'll start seeing Democrats get caught up in the undercurrent. That's right. And they'll start saying, look, if we don't. If we don't pass a heartbeat bill, this will be the Democrats. If we don't pass a heartbeat bill, they're going to abolish abortion. Let them compromise, yep. not us. That, you don't have to vote. You don't have. I'm not saying that we, we need right. to go back. That, that's not that's what right. I'm saying. It moves. It moves the Overton window. You know, the Overton window exactly. is like what's acceptable 
and it, it shifts the, the the more we hold the line, the more it shifts the Overton window to our position until the Overton window is going to be our position. Yeah. And that's what happened in Texas, by the way, with the heartbeat bill. There was a bunch of abolitionists down there holding the line. And it was the Republicans who never would have done a heartbeat bill until they faced four years, five years yeah. of abolitionists holding the line. And they did shift the Overton window. And look, none of those abolitionists are compromising on there. Yeah. But we are, right, it's not overnightism. We are shifting the culture yeah. towards righteousness. But you have to have people... You, and this this was my point. You have to have people shoving that Overton window over. You have yep. to have you have to have quote unquote extremist over here saying we will not yep. settle. We will not settle. We will not settle. We're Exa- pulling. We're pulling. Exactly. And then, like I said, the the Democrats will get caught in that undertow, and and they'll say we have to start, and they'll be the ones who are passionate yep. pro uh, pro life. Yep. You can't see me doing my finger yep. quote thing, but but bans to prevent us from from. Passing and then eventually, as that continues, it'll it'll eventually happen. Yeah. It, but because but because the opposite is what's been happening. That's right. The opposite. Mm-hmm. The the Democrats haven't said, well, you know, we need this or that. You know, they've said we want abortion. That, we want abortion. That's what we want. And then we've been the ones compromising this whole time. Yep. So, and, and when you say the Democrats will be caught up, it's also actually the Republicans well, will be yeah, caught up. Yeah. In it too, and so. Well, well, once once all these little pansy Republicans who 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 see that the 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 momentum is headed that way, they'll jump on board. Yep, they'll jump on board. You saw it with the mask and everything. They else. will. It happened with all the concealed carry stuff. Yeah, there was lots of Republicans against constitutional carry until all of a sudden they weren't. Yeah, mm. and yeah. and now we had a wave within like three years of twenty one states passing, yeah. and the same thing's going to happen to us. And look. I tell this story all the time. I used to work for a guy who, who used to tell this story. This is a good story. There's a, guy, a story of Roger Bannister. In the 50s, he was the first guy to run the four-minute mile. Uh-huh. Everyone told him it could not be done. They said, it's impossible. No one's ever done it. No one ever will do it. Your heart is going to explode if you do this. <laughs> and he trained, and he trained, and he trained, and he did it. The next year, six or seven people did it. Yeah. They all could have done it, but they didn't believe they could. Once they saw somebody do it. Exactly. So here we are in North Carolina. All we need is just to do it. Yeah. And there'll be 15 states who do it the next time. Yeah. And and even down here, all we got to do is get elected on an abolitionist platform. Yeah. And all the people in this state's legislature who say it can't be done, there'll yeah. be 15 abolitionists mm-hmm. in the legislature yeah, yeah. next session. And- it's all about it's also will put the other politicians in line because when we win and we say we knocked off Jim Bergen and he's no longer here with you today yeah. when I'm up at the legislature because he failed to establish justice for the preborn and he eroded your rights. And he's and, and supposed to be a man who represents yep. God. And, and I'm sorry. I, yeah, that that and, burns me yep, up. Yep. And you're right. And we're going to say, look, this is what happens to wolves mm-hmm. when you step out of line. And a lot of those wolves will shrink back down, toe the line, and do the right thing. Yeah. Because they're worried of, of poking their head and, and, and not getting reelected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
we will get more and more abolitionists in the legislature, but then we're also going to get the people to vote for it because they know that that's, that's the tidal wave, like yeah. you were saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, too, something that you had said earlier that, that helps in all of this is to have an end goal, to know what you're going after and to push. And I think that mentality should bleed over into the other spheres of government that we have. If you're a pastor or part of your uh, elder team or uh, deacons, of part of the leadership in your church, how are you leading your church? Where's the goal? What's the intention behind it for yourself, keeping yourself checked up that you're that you're living the most God-glorifying life possible? And then here you go in the sphere of the home, raising kids in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Amen. Why? What's the purpose behind that? To raise them up in godliness so that you can fire them off as arrows into yeah. the world against the evil one. And part of that is, I think, um, is teaching them why these issues are important. Yeah. You guys were talking earlier about voting at the local level and how that even affects things. We, I wasn't exposed to anything like that as kids and a lot of my peers wasn't either i mean we didn't care we we knew about the bigger elections and stuff and yeah go vote and we saw the we know more about federal elections right or national than we do and we saw you know the schoolhouse rock how a bill becomes a law look on on our website is a link of the under resources to um a lot of good resources there and one of them is is a freedom county project and it's great it's basically taken back America one county at a time and a lot of your freedoms are at the county level and so it's very important you know so God help us right God help us and there's so there's we can go so deep into this with the with like like we could talk about the Supreme Court and how we need to defy them Mm, and like who is our God you know do, do do nine people get to dictate that we have to kill our children in North Carolina. Nobody believes it because we're passing weed laws every day. Marijuana, which actually is a law, by the way, Roe v. Wade is just a court opinion. Exactly. And Mm. you know, so there's immigration laws that, that are, that are abrogated through nullification, right? We've got historical precedents with the fugitive slave act of States who said, no, black people are indeed human beings. We are not sending them back to slavery. And they sent federal agents to enforce the federal the, the Fugitive Slave Act, and local sheriffs arrested those federal agents and said, "No, not in my town." Amen. Wow. And so, there's historic precedents for sure to defy the Supreme Court. Yeah. And here we go as Christians saying, "Well, look, we just gotta obey the law, and I hope Roe v. Wade gets overturned." Now, keep in mind, Roe v. Wade. There were seven Republicans and two Democrats in Roe v. Wade, and one of the Democrats voted against Roe. Yeah, yeah. Abortion abortion brought to you by the Republican Party. Now Planned Parenthood versus versus Casey, worse than Roe. Eight Republicans, one Democrat, and you know who the Democrat was? The same guy who voted against Roe. It's brought to you by the Republican Party. Roe v. Wade's been challenged 38, no, 39 times, I think. This is the 39th time. Yeah. Now, most of those, if not all, Republican-controlled courts. Yeah. And now we're saying, now they're going to overturn Roe. Yeah. And, 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 and why do we 
Are we waiting to do the right thing until we have permission from nine people? Mm. Well, this is, and maybe I'm wrong, and I, I, but this is what I think will happen in this sense. If if repentance occurs, we start moving in this direction. That tidal wave we were just talking about. You would see these coward of men and women who sit on the Supreme Court. Yep. Then they would make the right decisions. We saw that with the um, the the, the um, vaccine mandate. That's right. They saw the momentum behind the culture, and that's what made their decision. Not the law. Not what. Not they, I mean, it had nothing to do with what the Constitution said, but what the culture was pushing. And so, if the if we now now there again, going back to your point, it shouldn't really all that matter. It is a pressure point that we we can press, but it's not the. The, yeah. the solution. They're going to they're overturn themselves before they're shown to be a paper, paper tiger who gets defied. But it's going to take us defying them yeah. in order to do that. Yeah. They're never going to do it themselves. So, so it's so important. And, you know, here's an unpopular opinion, if, I, if we hadn't had enough of those already. Right. <laughs> is like, do I want Roe v. Wade to be overturned? Yes. But do you know what's better? them upholding Roe and us defying them because it shows true repentance. Okay. Like I see where that, you're coming because, from. Yeah. Because if we just do the right thing because the government now allows us to do the right thing and we never had true repentance, that's not getting us back on track. Yeah. You we have to we have like like we said it's not okay just to start doing the right thing. We need to have repentance for what we've done. That's right. Mm, right. And if our whole culture now does the right thing because the Supreme Court says you can, we've never you had repentance for the past. Right. So it would be much better for the Supreme Court yeah. to uphold Roe for the 39th time and us to defy them yeah. and say they're not God, God is. We have repentance yeah. and revival. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. That makes sense to me. All right. One more question, I think, and then um we'll we'll start trying to wrap this up. All right. Um when when you win, yep. and you get in there. Yep. What what is your biggest battle? And, and I understand abortion, you but, know but what's coming against you? And I mean, the opposition coming against you more so than, than what you're pushing as much as what's going to come against you. Well, that's, the, you know, I, I tell you the truth. I, I love, uh, that's why when I look back to the abolitionist of 200 years ago, it gives me so much hope and encouragement because we think that this is, all, like nothing's new under the sun. And so it's so easy to get wrapped up in my 36 years of life. Like God hasn't been through all this and ordained all this stuff. And so, yes, the biggest 200 years ago, the biggest opposition to abolitionists were Christian anti-slavers because they wanted to incrementally get out of this and they didn't want to have repentance. So, this is exactly what the pro-life movement is. They are the anti-slavery societies. And they're saying, we need to slowly, incrementally get us out of this. And they have the pietistic, I didn't, I don't have a slave, but, you know. So look, the Republican establishment and the pro-life movement yeah. will be my biggest opposition. 
We already know the pro-aborts hate God. Yeah. Like that like that's not that's nothing new. But the underhandedness, backstabbing political games that is likely to come and we have already seen from Republican pro-lifers, professing Christians, even elders yeah. at our local church who refuse to obey God yeah. is our biggest enemy. That pastor thing, boy, that burns me up. I, Look, I, 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 all the pastors need to be calling that church. And he's just one. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sure that anyways. Anyways. We need we need we need to have accountability amongst brothers. That's right. And that's what because that's what God said. And so all of this, you know, is laid out in scripture and how to handle this. You if know, you were make any if you were to make any headway on that, he would come by and, and, and join you and or you know what I'm saying, you would replace him if you got in there. But but somebody just like him would would come be I mean it's just That's right. And and and, and some, I reckon thank God to a certain extent, but at the same time it's like man some alive. Pe- some people preach for selfish gain, but they're preaching the word of God. <laughs> right? Paul right. said that and they in there there will be people who abolish abortion for selfish gain, but they're abolishing abortion. Mm-mm-mm. There you go. All right. So um David Bubaltz running for the District 12 State Senate. It's Harnett and Lee County and a little bit of Sampson County. And here's here's the thing. Go to the website, Bubaltz 4 NC. You can sign up for updates. If you're local, we need your help going door knocking because we're largely going to get outspent, but we can out door knock and we can out work. Yeah. Right? And then if you do have funds, they go a long way. A lot of stuff costs money. Yeah. And, but most importantly, we need prayer. Yeah. Right? And and even beyond like covering all of this, we need an upwelling of the people of God to have repentance on this issue, to actually change our ways and act like there's a real genocide where the leading cause of death is yeah. the murder of children and 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 just say, God, what do you want of me? Yeah. You've given me these gifts. Look, I'm not here to put any undue burdens on anybody. I'm not. Yeah. But there is a general call of repentance. There you go. To say, God, use me. And what an honor and privilege to be to have your talents be put to use in such an epic battle yeah. of abolishing abortion. Yeah. But it, it, babies babies are dying there, there's no way around that it, it's not it's not fetuses it's not it's babies mm-hmm. human beings created in the image of god yeah and so we wouldn't uh, anyways i was about to say as americans we wouldn't accept this any out of any but I, i'm I, at this point i'm not sure that's true um all right so they can find you at Bubolts 4NC. That's B-U-B-O-L-T-Z 4-F-O-R-N-C. And that's where they can get 
the everything or yep yep you can you can sign up there's a volunteer tab you can you can sign up for email updates that's a good way to communicate um my contact information's on there yeah info at boobaltz 4nc is an email yeah um there's tons of videos tons of resources look the gospel's on there okay because because this is all it's all it's integral to what we're trying to do yeah you know and and look look this is not some political campaign this is a movement to change and shift the culture to god and god help us you can give your money to to whoever's running for president and all that stuff it won't be a quarter an ounce as as important as it is to this to this people like right people like david people um uh, 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 um, um, I'm trying to think. There aren't, there aren't any more in North Carolina. I'm trying to think of other states where where these men these men are trying to serve God and end the genocide of of children in America. That you can the, you know the 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 your, your the the national elections will 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 be fancy. They'll send you signs. They'll do all this stuff to make you feel glad to. Uh, to to virtue signal that you're doing the right thing. This is something that is needed, and and, and David Bubaltz is just a, a a a a piece of that. We we need to start supporting as Christians before we give money to Trump to run again or somebody else. We need to be putting our money where our mouth is and supporting men like this. And and so if you have any, if you're somebody who gives to politicians, if you're somebody who's not but wants to give to ending abortion, it, this is a good, this is a good use of your money. Amen. This is a use of your money that which God will glorify, that that God will get glory from. And and so do that. Be praying. And before we get off the the uh, the the, I was about to say air. We're not we're not radio, <laughs> but before we get off. Um, I, I do. I do want us to pray for you, and and as everybody else um, uh, who may be listening to this, be praying for uh, David and and our state and our nation. So, uh, here we go, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day that you've given us. You've blessed us with 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 so many things. Uh, we're sitting in here in a in a heated office and a nice desk and all this podcast and laptops and all this kind of stuff. And there's here are our children being murdered, and, and 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 we 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 tend to be thinking about ourselves and and what we do. We tend to be that's not my problem. We we tend to have that mentality as as people, and so Lord, I pray for conviction. Uh, over to church first of all and foremost. To the church that they would that they would see that their God needs to be you. That that Christ is the King of Kings and Lord of Lord. Lord, I pray that that as we as this campaign unfolds, that you're just there with David because he's going to come across spiritual war. If he hasn't already gone through a ton of spiritual warfare, he is going to encounter spiritual warfare. He's going to encounter regular just political warfare. Lord, I pray that you just strengthen him and put wise men around him, men that he can lean on and that will point him towards you. Lord, I pray that that 
the listeners of this show will will hear what this man has had to say and, and support him in, in whatever way they can. We always say at, at least prayer, but prayers prayers the thing. So Lord, I, I want to pray. I, I'm praying for our, our listeners to pray for David and other men like David. That we start to see the wolves and, and, and sheep clothing who who are out there uh, saying that, that you know they're, they're saying the right words while they're on the campaign trail, and then and then and then doing the opposite when they're in government. Lord, I pray honestly. I pray anybody who does that, anybody who comes into government saying I'm going to do A, B, C, and D, and then not do it, that you'll just take them out, take them out of office, take them out of breathing. I, I don't. I don't whatever that you just take them out that 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 we don't have a bunch of cowards as, as government officials lord i pray that 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 david is is strengthened by you every day that he's in your word he's praying he's 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 being fed the gospel through his pastor and his church lord i pray that they are supporting him I pray that he is he has got a uh, a sturdy foundation, um, uh, not just in in the word, but but the, the the people who are around him, surrounding him, his family, his his church, that kind of thing. Lord, I pray that. I I, I just pray that people's minds and eyes or hearts are open to what you're doing. And that we lose the mentality of that's not my problem. And we start saying that we start showing fruit of repentance. And Lord, we know men can't show fruit of repentance unless they are turning to you. So Lord, we ask for our state, our counties, our nation to turn to you. Lord, I, I, I know I feel like I'm missing something. And, and, and uh so I, I just want to sit here for a moment and, and have a moment where we just pray for David in silence. Dear Lord, we thank you for your love and your mercy and grace. Amen. All right, so, David, is there anything else you want to say, brother? Thanks for having me here. Thanks for having me on, talking with me. Yes, sir. Uh, it's, it's been a blessing. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yo, Yeti. Yo. How can these fine people find us? Well, it's funny you should ask. Have you ever heard of the Internet? No. <laughs> well... Allow me to introduce you to www.bigfootrevival.com. You know I've been stuck in the woods. I'm a Bigfoot. <laughs> Head over there and listen to some of our past episodes. Read some thought-provoking uh, blogs and uh, just have a good old time. Uh, check out all the links to our social media pages, including Facebook, where we are most active. And if you want to reach us, you can hit us up on Facebook Messenger, Instagram Messenger, any of that good stuff. Or shoot us an email, bigfootrevival at gmail. And remember, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. Yo, Yeti! Yo! We out, son! Deuces. <laughs>